Talks. First, I'm one of your hosts, and back with us today, because you were gone last week. I was. Is... It's me, I'm Solo. It's-a me, a Solo. It's-a me, a Solo. So we're back in action with our, our usual shit. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag TM usual shit. Yep. And so this week's episode... We're gonna focus. We're gonna do our first of. We'll do many episodes like this, but oh, we're gonna do yeah. our first predictions episode. And I wanted to do this before too many leaks come yeah. out. And... So I wanted to do kind of like a dream scenario episode nine episode. I did. I just you said episode you just said episode twice. a lot. Yeah. That's okay. And before we can make a lot of like maybe spoiler spoilery predictions, mm-hmm. though, heads up before we get into this week's episode. Uh, we are going to be talking about some of the set leaks, mm. the set, like, the photos that were released from, or leaked from the set that were not released, I guess. Well, they were released <laughs> in their own way, but... Not uh, officially released. So if you really want to avoid all of that, I will, I will put s- some warning before it, but it probably is going to be pretty interspersed without, throughout the podcast. I don't think you can tell much of anything from the story mm-hmm. with these things. Right. So it's not, like, a big deal for me. But also, when we're making predictions, uh, we're going to be pulling from stuff that we've already seen, so. Right. Like, spoiler alert, the Millennium Falcon (gasps) is going to be in episode 9. It's confirmed. How how dare you tell me that? Yep. I wanted to go in without spoils. Yeah. And so, Star Wars fandom as of late, it's been fun. You mean the worst? It's been the the worst. Synonym, the worst? Yeah, oh my god. So I apologize in advance if I'm a little pissier than usual. Yeah. Because that's definitely the sort of mood I'm in right now. But anyway, let's get down into the heart of today's episode. I'm sorry to start it off with such a, a, a downer. I just, I felt like I needed to talk about it because I feel like as a community we need to be like, a little bit better to people, and yeah. not assume so much out of so little. But anyway, let's get down and deep in today's episode. So we're going to be speculating about our both our dream episode 9 scenarios, and just like what we think might happen, because mm-hmm. our dream scenarios and what we think might happen are different. Are different, definitely. Should we go down through character? Yeah, because I don't think I could break it down by timeline, really. Okay. I'm like... Well, since, since both of us have, like, basically the same idea for Finn, let's start off with Finn. So, Finn. <laughs> Finn, dream scenario. This is what I want. This is what we've said since the, like, first of the movies came out. I want Finn to lead this Mockingjay revolution and be the catalyst that, sh- like, wakes up other stormtroopers to, like, what's going on and leads this, like, revolution from the inside. This is something I want so badly, because something I do feel like they forgot about with Finn in in both movies mm-hmm. uh, is that he was a stormtrooper. Yeah. And they just kind of mention it. Uh-huh. And it doesn't affect his character arc really that much whatsoever. For him to be able to be this representation of being able to wake out of your wake up out of your brainwashing mm-hmm. for all these stormtroopers who were also likely kidnapped kids who were likely not people who chose to do this i think that would be such a powerful arc to bring him in and such a great arc to wrap up his story in because 
what they were saying, Finn, when he was originally written, he was not originally written as a former stormtrooper. That was mm. something that was added in fairly last minute. And, like, Finn was already added in fairly later in the script process. And so the stormtrooper was thing was even later. Wow. And so I feel like that affected... Why it didn't have a... That much of an effect. Mm-hmm. In that first on part of Finn's character. Right. Besides them shouting traitor at him. Mm-hmm. I don't know what else. They just didn't have enough time to redo everything after they were like, this would be a great idea. And it was a great idea. Mm-hmm. But I wish it had been touched on a little bit more, at least in this latest episode. Yeah, we, we got so close with the deleted scene so with Phasma, and I, I feel like there really was something there, and I really hope the reason that that was cut or removed is because it's going to be such a big part of episode 9. That would have been a nice foreshadow for it. Would have. It would have, which is... I go back and forth between thinking they took it out because it was going to be too much of a thing in 9, or they took it out because it was going to be a totally dropped storyline. Mm-hmm. But I just really feel like that's such a that's such a powerful arc to send Finn on that you can only send Finn on. Yes. Because that's a lot of things with uh, like these characters is that you can send anyone to go get to go gra- gather up the rebels, mm-hmm. you know? that they're going on this journey and they're trying to find more rebels in the universe. You can really send any of the resistance heroes out to go do that. Mm-hmm. But what like what's a fulfilling story for me is that there's a reason why this character mm-hmm. has to be the one that does this. And Finn, former stormtrooper, he knows how it works in there. So they they briefly brought it up that basically like with Finn, the only benefit or the only story that really goes with him being a stormtrooper is that he knows how what the ships look like on the inside. Yeah, and that's disappointing. I want more from that. And I also just want the theme of this last movie to just be redemption. Mm-hmm. And so I would want Finn to... Even these stormtroopers who I don't... Like, I feel... I'm starting to feel, like, bad for because we, we have our hero Finn and we're like, well, he was able to wake up. Did no one try to wake up all these other kids? Because mm-hmm. we... Th- They've been brainwashed, and that's... I like to think that everyone is redeemable. Mm-hmm. That, that's what I like to feel, and so I would love to see that full story. Obviously, I want it with other characters as well, but it would just be a very good echo if we could have it with big characters, big name characters, and also with these smaller characters like these stormtroopers, where yeah. at least some of them are like, oh, ooh, I yeah, no, we're, what we're doing is wrong. And characters having hope for people mm-hmm. like for for example like part of the reason why ray connects to kylo in the degree that she does is that she sees how he became that way and she she herself has these internal struggles and sees herself within within kylo's character arc yeah and that's why kylo even says he's like no i know you'll turn to the i know you can turn to the dark side that's what I because did. you're going through the same things i went through and like, that's the path you, you go on. Yeah. Like, you... Luke He's like, I was know. a dick. I've done you're this You're having already. this, like, internal struggle. I know you're, you're going to end up like me because we're going through this very similar character journey. And Ray's like, no, no, no. You're going to end up like me because we're going through this similar character <laughs> right? journey. Right? And you're going to... Che- oh, you... Oh. God damn Dang. it. Dang. Dang it. But, like, with that kind of mindset, I, I feel like that's why Ray relates to Kylo and still potentially has hope for him. Mm-hmm. That's the same with Finn and, or could be the potentially the same with Finn, is that he has this, I was in those 
shoes once too, I could change. And it's not too late for you guys. I want it so bad. Because there can be the conversation where, like, Finn's already maybe recruited some of the stormtroopers and Rey's going for Kylo. And he's like, what are you doing? That's a lost cause. And she's going to be like, can you imagine if I had said the same thing to you? And he's like, oh, no. No one's truly ever gone. And then yeah. Luke's like, yo! I'm here I'm the ghost! That was me! <laughs> she's talking about me! She's talking about me. She's talking about me. <laughs> I said that. I said that was a lot. And then Rose is there and she's like, that's how we'll win this war, by saving the things that we love. And we're just like, oh, quotes everywhere. They're all working together. It's like they keep saying the themes. (laughs) This is nuts. Um, But anyway, let's, so basically that's kind of (laughs) what I want for Finn. Yeah. I think that'd be a a really good art for him. So I think going into that, we should, let's talk about Poe. We'll do Poe next just because. Well, yeah. I mean, I kind of already talked about it. I, I want Poe to have to come to terms with the stuff that he did. Mm-hmm. Realize, maybe have a little bit of PTSD mm-hmm. and go into it becoming a better leader. To becoming what I think the movies are trying to make him be. But I'm like, no, you first need to own up to your... your... I keep flipping. I don't know what they're trying to do oh. with him. That is something that's really interesting about this mm-hmm. character. Is that you would think... If you, if you aren't mm-hmm. really digging deep, mm-hmm. you would think... Poe is going on this arc where he's learning to become a better leader mm-hmm. and that he's truly learning his lessons from Holdo and Leia and stuff mm-hmm. like that and he's truly going to be a better leader but I'm so hung up on how he changed the the we are the spark line I know it's also very good it's it's okay, so perfect good. world scenario <laughs> he twists and he's, he's a bad guy at the end <laughs> I don't know. Not, like, the big bad, but a... No, I don't think he'll be a bad. I but think a conflict he could be a, that a, they need to deal with. A radical yes. that might be going too far. I think he'll maybe butt heads with Ray a bit. Mm-hmm. In case you haven't heard this part of the, the... What we're talking about, the We Are the Spark line. Holdo, the way she says it, it's We Are the Spark that will ignite the fire that will restore the Republic. Mm-hmm. And Poe, when he says it later at the end of the movie, it's We Are the Spark... That will ignite the fire that will burn the First Order down. Yeah. Which is very closely timed to it's not fighting what we hate, it's saving what we love. Right. From Rose. Right. Which, that's, that's the theme. Right. There. So, that, Poe changing that line, despite going on this really big character journey. That's right. It's so interesting. You're, you're up to something really neat of him potentially becoming a radical of... That's what I meant by bad. I yeah. Should, I should specify. Like, not like Snoke, right? Mm-hmm. But like a conflict yeah. character that the heroes, in this case, Ro- Rose, Finn, and um, Ray. Finn. Blah, blah, Rose, blah. Yeah, Rose, Finn, and Yeah. Yeah. That those three will have to probably butt heads against and be like, what, what you're, ah, you're going a little, cr- you're going a little extreme. And he's like, nah, this is what we have to do. And they're like, no, we, yeah. did you listen to what Rose said? No, we don't. We don't, no, we're gonna do what Rose said. We're gonna protect people. We're not gonna just go forth and just throw all our people to die. Because, I guess I guess this sort of goes into my Kylo arc theory, but just because it does kind of tie with Poe, mm-hmm. I have this sort of theory that, like, there's gonna be this big, not, I, I personally want the final battle to be smaller scale. I've mentioned this before. Mm. Just the Resistance heroes versus, the, like, Knights of Ren. Mm. And... So that way everyone really gets their, like, dedicated hero moment. Right. And I think that would be a really intense way to wrap up this trilogy if you're really focusing on the characters because this was such a character-driven yep. trilogy. 
is that you're in this small scale battle. Like each of them has like their knight of Ren, and obviously Ray is taking on Kylo in some sort of way. Right. And Ray says something that either gets to the Kylo. Kylo says something that has them rethink their situation. Something else is going on. There's like a moment between them. Their like connection is like back, and it's like a almost like a, a like a sensitive moment between the two where Ray thinks she's gonna be able to get Kylo back. Something like that. You know, the just before the smooch moment. Right. And then Poe just shoots him. You get this moment where Poe kind of mm-hmm. t- takes that final step, you right. know. And then, I mean, I don't want Kylo to die. We know Kylo can take a blaster bolt. He's fine. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many. I'm sure whatever blaster Poe would have at the moment would not be as strong as Chewbacca's bowcaster. <laughs> True. Because, like, no matter... No matter what, if Kylo lives or dies or not, mm-hmm. he, there's going to be a near-death moment. There's going to be a moment where you think he's going to die. Oh, absolutely. That it's either going to be that he actually dies, dies or... or... And I think one potential scenario would be that Poe shoots him. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think they could work that scenario. This is where I want to talk about leaked pictures. Okay. Real quick. Is... So, Woo! Like, ahead, was, like uh, I don't know, just stop listening to the episode at this so. point. It's yeah. going to be coming up. Is that we've had some leaked images of what looks like Finn and Poe and some other people. And they're in this field. And it looks like just a band of refugees or uh, that's just how they dress on that planet. Mm-hmm. And Finn and Poe are going up to talk to them. Those are basically what we could get from the... Oh, and Chewbacca's there. Yeah. And Chewie. So... I do want to say this is something that came from Reddit, so I don't know if it holds any weight to it, but it is a theory about these photos that they say they know, but it sounds realistic. It, mm-hmm. it sounds like something that could happen. So, what this, I'm sorry that I can't credit you, Reddit user, because I did not remember your name, but I liked what you had to say, is that basically the bit opening part of the movie, we're, we're in a time skip, Basically, Finn and Poe are going around to different parts of the galaxy and finding small bands of rebels to try to bring into the resistance to fight the First Order. Mm-hmm. And Chewbacca's been gone for a couple months now. He's with these people trying to like get them to join the cause, and Finn and Poe are just meeting up with them. Mm-hmm. And according to them, this is where Naomi Aki shows up. She's like the leader of this tribe. Right. And I think that sounds realistic. That sounds realistic. Makes sense to me. In my perfect world scenario, she's also... Involved with Enfys Nest somehow. She's either the new Enfys Nest or like something, because that's a, a something that gets passed down through like yeah. m- mothers, right? Yep. And I'm like, that's great, because that would be the only redeeming thing coming out of Solo. I would personally. Yeah, I don't think. Oh, I don't think. I so. don't think we're gonna get an Enfys reference, Absolutely but I would not. actually really love if the Enfys clan was still around and Somewhere we did fighting. got to see, yeah, if they were brought into the Resistance mm-hmm. somehow. Also. Uh, a, b- a bunch of new cast announcements. One of them is the guy from Lost. I don't know who he is. The guy? There were, weren't there a lot of guys on and, Lost? There were. His name's Dominic Moynihan. Monahan, I never Monahan. watched Lost. I didn't either. Sorry. And the other one is Matt Smith, who we both know because we both watch Doctor Who. So. Yep. In fact, that's the only Doctor that I've really watched. Yeah. Everyone thinks everyone's thrown. Well, I mean, when you look at him, he, you're like... Matt Smith would actually be a fairly great. decent Thrawn. Because when I was thinking about it, we were talking, and I was like, I was looking at him, and I was like, oh, crap, he would be a really good Thrawn, but I 
don't want Thrawn in these movies. No, I don't think he's gonna be Thrawn. No. But if you're gonna cast anyone for Thrawn, Matt Smith actually has a pretty good face for it. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm actually a pretty big fan of that casting if it was Thrawn. I think these are gonna kind of be small characters. Because mm-hmm. they're getting pretty big name actors who are kind of friends with JJ. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure these are people who are like, please put me in a Star Wars Can movie. I, I don't something? care. But you have a lot of, like, actors like Daniel Craig and then uh, Justin Theroux who are, like, announced for these movies. And even, like, the princes. Uh-huh. And then they're either kind of the movie or they're very, very small roles. Right. Like, Justin Theroux is in the movie for, like, three seconds. Yeah. And even uh, Lupita, Maz is a fairly decent-sized character, but not, not like, a game-changing-sized, like, mm-hmm. character. And we know Maz is coming back. So I don't expect these characters to be huge, I, I hope they're not to be per- like to be honest. Mm-hmm. I really want this last movie to focus just on, uh, Ray, Kylo, Poe, Finn, Rose. Mm-hmm. Like I really just want this movie to really focus on them. I agree, but I do want Matt to be an alien. I want him to be a. Handsome- he should be an alien. I want him to be a handsome alien. Yeah, but I I do kind of think all of these castings will be fairly small roles. They'll either be the Knights of Ren and they'll never see their faces, but they just want to be in a Star Wars movie <laughs> because same. Yeah, no. I don't care how famous I would be if someone was like, do you want to stand in the Star Wars movie? I'll be be on the set for a little bit and then be like, that one was me! Like like Samuel L. Jackson, who even had a fairly big part, but he was like, I want to still be seen in the crowd. In the crowd. I want the purple saber. Please. Thank you. Can they be whatever color they want? Yes? Purple. Thank you. I want to know which one's me. Cool. Uh, Anyway, so I think with Poe, we have some potential for both arc where arcs were... Either he becomes a good leader, a better or... leader, or he goes to the more radical side. I think I would prefer a more radical arc for oh, him. Me too. I think that would make him a cool, an interesting foil to Ray, who probably has a more, who is becoming more in tune with the Force and balance and stuff. And also, to be political, it would kind of tie into certain things that are happening. That's true. Where you you're seeing people who are so busy trying to be good, they're starting to turn in against the very ideals that they're fighting for. So, I'm like, yep, yeah, I think that's a smart one to do. Yeah, I I hope for that one. That is the one that I personally hope for. But I'm, it's most of that is really just hanging on. There is some characterization stuff in the Poe comics that makes me think that way, but also, it's mostly coming from the, the We Are This Bark that will light burn the fire, the that will burn the First Order down. Yeah. Right, uh, like, during the time frame where Rose is like, it's not about destroying what we hate, it's saving what we love. Mm-hmm. Because I've gone on this rant a hundred times, but that doesn't totally mean two separate things, those statements, but it definitely no. means, it It kind of dep- makes you a different person coming out of it. And I'll, I use this comparison with Luke and Vader. Luke chose not to kill Vader, basically have faith in his father, that he could be good, that there was still light in him, mm-hmm. but or he could have killed his father and killed Palpatine. Both of those would have had the same end game results for the movie. The Death Star would have been destroyed, he would have gotten off. But Luke is a much different character and a much better character because, for, because of yeah, having faith in his father and his father then being the one that killed Palpatine. Yes. Again, the end game isn't necessarily different, but the person you are coming out of it is. Mm-hmm. I think that's cool. So, going into that, 
let's go to Rose. Rose is the one that I'm probably most afraid of being forgotten yeah. about a bit. Me too, because I'm like, when you're like, let's talk about Rose, I'm like, uh, she's not a JJ creation, so I kind of, th- I'm very worried that JJ is going to do his classic, like, play favorites and not really include Rose. I hope, because what, what we were talking about with Poe and Finn going to find Resistance people, I hope that Rose and Ray are also doing that. They're mm-hmm. just going off together. They just split off in those teams. Cause I mean, so that would be great. We would get some good female friendship. That would be amazing. That's what I want on screen. And though we did get Holdo and Leia... It was, Unfortunately, that was cut short. It was, it was very short, so I'd really love being able to see these characters bond and hopefully not hate each other for no reason. Uh, yeah, I hope it's not the novel. Yeah, that's that's what I'm really hoping is that maybe in the beginning of the movie, while well, they're setting up premises and stuff and setting up what the galaxy's like, because undoubtedly there's going to be a time skip uh, if they're in this split, Rose and Ray are kind of off together, and so they're going to they're gonna finally pass that Bechdel test. That would be amazing. And start gathering things, and then maybe they'll be able to talk out some stuff, you know? Yeah, it would be really cute. It'd be really great. I'd love it. it so would be cute. I, I kind of hope, I, I still hope she's a prominent character. Me? Freaking too. The, I love Rose. Now, now, I think this is something we should talk about because, I mean, it's just out of wondering. Because I, I'm one of those people that think Poe is definitely at least pansexual. Oh, yes. Do you think they'll make it obvious in the movie? Absolutely not. <laughs> Do I want it? Yes. Do I have faith in it? No. Not for a fucking second. I know. I... Every now and then I keep getting hope that maybe they will, because Oscar seems so for it. But then I remember that Poe is their go-to merch boy. I know. And, like, their their go-to good guy merch boy. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, It's not uh, gonna happen in the movies, no. I think if we had a chance for it to happen, it would maybe be in, like, a comic or a novel, but, like, that's the closest we're gonna get. Mm-hmm. What I would give for them to put in a comic... Me too. I mean, what I would get for them to put it in the movie, but... But, like, even in the comic, like, I know that the characterization of Poe in the comic is, like, a little bit different, too, so it's, like, I don't... I don't... I don't know. Mm-hmm. And because they already have... Because, again, everything is about people creating demographics. I, I think that because they already have Dr. Afra, they're not gonna push no. that Poe could also be queer. Because they're like, well, we already have. That's not the way the world works. Holdo and some other characters from books, but again, it's not. But never in the the main franchise movies that everyone consumes, which is what bothers me. Uh, yeah, and Poe would be such a huge one. It would be so good. It would be really great, but yeah, I was just I was wondering if you thought it was at all a possibility. Uh, no, as a queer person, no, I never hold my breath. Never for a second get your hopes up because you always get disappointed. <laughs> And that's the end of the podcast. There we go. No more predictions. Bam! Because <laughs> that's it. Uh, let's, uh, so moving forward, maybe uh, mm. let's Luke, not Luke. Yes, Luke. That is a character. Yeah. Luke, Luke in red. He'll be there. Leia. He'll be there. He'll be there as a Force ghost. Absolutely. Do not worried about that. Like, who do you think he'll interact with most as a Force ghost? Who do I think he actually will? Ray. Who do I want him to interact with most? 
Kylo. That's my answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those are my answers. Like, this is something, it's kind of off topic, but on topic in the same way. I was asked this question a little bit ago. If I think that Rey might adopt the name Skywalker, and that's how the Skywalker, like, legacy lives on. And... <laughs> You look like a terrified Muppet. Because I was! I was like, oh god, no! I I don't think so, because the, the name Skywalker means jack shit to her, you yeah. know? Like, I mean, the big Skywalkers that have the name Skywalker are Luke, and she didn't really get along with Luke. No. And Anakin, and sure yeah, as hell d- doesn't care about Anakin. I was like, oh, you just said that, and like I got war flashbacks to Ben Solo, and I was like, that makes no sense. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know the Skywalkers. She doesn't. She knew Luke for like a and whole she, of how many days? And as where we are right now, she doesn't have much respect for that legacy no. of that name. Mm-mm. She, she, maybe on better grounds with Luke after the episode nine. But I don't Maybe. feel like they're going to spend too much time on that. Like, if this is about the new characters. And in terms of, like, who does Rey have the best relationship with, it's Leia. Mm-hmm. And she'd be like, you can be Organa. That would be dope. That would be like, all right, neat. Take that. And then we'll just call it the Organa trilogies from now on. That because Organas be- have always been in it. You're right. Mm-hmm. That would be amazing. I would, I would be down with that, even though I'd still just be, like, a little bit, like, uh, oh, that's a boy. Okay. That's a little... Ooh, her taking that last name. Ooh. Well, at least that'll maybe be one reason that Ben will take Organa back. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's my new headcanon. But I, I would really love for Luke to interact more with Kylo, personally, because... Torment him a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's the... <laughs> a bit. It's kind of the more powerful than you know line from the original trilogy where Obi-Wan's like, if I'm dead, I'll be more powerful than you know because mm-hmm. I can I can basically be this influence from anywhere. Yeah. And Vader's like, bullshit, and kills him. And now Obi-Wan can kind of be this all-powerful sort of godlike voice to Luke at any time. And even though I don't think that necessarily made him more powerful than you knew, no. <laughs> you can definitely do that with this trilogy with Luke... And having him be able to talk to Kylo, be able to converse with him, be able to address these issues without Kylo... He can't, he can't run away. Yeah. Kylo can't run away from it, and Kylo can't attack kill him. It. Yeah. <laughs> you, you can't, can't attack like, it? Just you go can't... out with a saver, like, God damn it! Kylo's just running around with headphones on. <laughs> can't hear movie. you! <laughs> la, 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 la. Supreme leader, bitch! I am the leader! And I'm haunted! And I think those interactions would be really great, and I'd, I'd love to see... I mean, I think Adam is an absolutely fantastic actor, and I just kind of really want to see those moments. And especially given that we aren't going to be able to see those sort of scenes with Leia, mm-hmm. which breaks my heart, I would really like to see it with Luke. Yes. Because I believe Luke is a good uncle-ish, and does... I believe that he Love does. his family. I, I believe he does. I think that the reason why he's so upset with himself is because he did love Ben. And that's probably why Ben was so crushed by it, because he trusted and loved his uncle. He yeah, loved absolutely. his family. That's where the betrayal comes from. Yeah. That betrayal wouldn't have hurt so bad if love wasn't there. Yeah. Absolutely. Because he would have been like, well, you were always a sh- fucking shitty uncle, and I hated you anyway. Like, no. That, that was hurt. Like, if a serial killer... If I woke up and a serial killer was above my bed, like, I knew it was a serial killer with a knife. 
I'd be like, well, this is expected. Right. Man, what a bummer. But if you, again, put my mouth How many times are you going to put me in this scenario where I'm going to kill... I'm starting to think that you've been thinking about doing this to me. I'm starting to think that you're projecting. It wasn't me. It, it was. It was my co-host. <laughs> I swear to God. It was just a really bad timing. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to hell. Not yeah. hell. Prison. You're going, both. Both. <laughs> and so, yeah, with, with Leia, I think, because they can't really customize her appearance that much, she'll probably just be sending people off on a mission i'm guessing that's basically the best they can do Mm -hmm. with the footage they have is her being like hey go to this planet or Mm -hmm. this planet or mention some location she's just like this is on this location there's rebels on this location that Mm -hmm. maybe was taken from the last jedi or tfa that she can say to get people somewhere yeah i'm still hoping there's I know that they mentioned they were taking everything from TFA, but I still hope something was recorded somewhere in TLJ with, with Adam and Gary. I, I don't think it, I know. it was. Of course, yeah. Ryan said that they he has basically no footage that they didn't use of Carrie besides alternate shots. And that's, if they use stuff from The Last Jedi, I think it's just going to be alternate shots where they can just, like, like photo bash her into a mm-hmm. new scene. Right. Like, that's what the girl in front of me at Disneyland was shouting. Yeah. All, ab- all about. Yeah, I told you that. Oh, yeah. That there was a girl, again, NDA my ass. Right? Do you think Han Solo will come back as a force? No! <laughs> no! I gotta no! ask you these questions. Man. Oh, and Lando. Oh, yeah, Lando. I'm guessing Lando, but he won't carry a lot of the weight of... Like, Leia's emotional arc with her son, but I think he'll carry the general arc, maybe, if he can. Mm-hmm. I know I know a big part of the reason why I think he wasn't in the past movies is because he had health issues, mm-hmm. so I'm not sure how much he can do, but I think that's, that's a possibility. Or, or if they're just going around to cities to look for rebels if they go to Cloud City. That yeah. might be it. I mean, the whole thing with Empire is that he was looking out for... Cloud City. Right. Maybe and for the first time. He's like, he's I like, don't agree with the Empire. I hate the Empire, but I need to look out for Cloud City. And then we could go here, and he, and then Lando goes through his own redemptive arc. And here, either he could be saying the same thing, or he's like, I've got fighters for you. Like, we'll always fight for you. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll always fight for Han Solo. Something like that, you know? Yeah, in, for Han. Something like that. And then, I, I would like Lando to talk to Ben, or see Ben, but me I don't too. think that's gonna happen. No, me neither. I don't think that they'll be in the same place. No, I really... Because I just don't think Lando's gonna have enough of a presence. Yeah. I, I, I don't think there's gonna be... Yeah, it's it's hard, because we have cut down a lot of villain on a lot of villains, and I do think most of the new characters we've seen are going to be villains, or Empire people. Mm-hmm. You know, th- some of them are British, and, uh... You know, with the Brits, they gotta be bad. They're they bad guys, yo. Yeah. That's how they are in Star Wars. Matt Smith, Knights of Ren, only because he's British. Or Thrawn. I, again, I really don't think Thrawn's gonna be in it, but I'm just saying, he would be a decent guy for Thrawn. He would. But also, Thrawn's like 80, though. But also, I would, like, roll my eyes so hard. Mm-hmm. So, moving forward. Yes. We have to talk about the most important character. Hmm. General Hux. Well, actually, I'm like, actually, that's who I want to talk about next, because yeah. I do, what I want is for him to throw the coup. What I want is for him to be fucking sick and tired of this 
piece of crap guy who just came out of nowhere and like ruined all his plans. He was like, I was supposed to be the new supreme leader. It was me. I've been bred for it. I've been doing it my whole life. These stormtroopers are mine. I think that it's one of those things where it sounds realistic that Hux is just trying to overthrow Kylo in some mm. way. But at the same time... But they made him such a joke in the last movie. He's such a joke in the last movie, and Damal, when talking about Hux, he keeps it having to be like, I'm not that important, guys! I know. I re- I'm really not! But it's what I want. This is my perfect movie, and that's what happens in my perfect movie! Mm-hmm. Is that... I, I think there'll be some sort of betrayal of sorts. Like, I don't think Hux is gonna be loyal Mm-mm. to Kylo, because... Even if they just don't show up... For, like, a fight, or it's, like, reinforcements or something for Kylo. Like, that'll be enough. You know, that'll just be, like, all right. It's not what I wanted, but I'll take it. I feel, like, so funny if the final twist at the end is... So there's, like, the big final planet, and there's gonna be this this big battle. So, yeah, they're on this planet that the First Order needs to protect. Like, Uh it's their resource planet. Uh So if they lose this planet, they've got no resources. And so Kylo's like, guess who's setting up... Camp in this planet. Me. And then the resistance comes down, and Kylo just leans back and goes, I knew they wouldn't help me. The planet's yours, kids. You're welcome. Well, that was easy. End of movie. Movie ends. Directed by J.J. Abrams. <laughs> After credit scene, five years later. Yep. Baby. End. And there you go. Octu. Lots of porgs. <laughs> Because there was a, there's a scene in the novelization, I'm forgetting which one, I'm pretty sure it's The Force Awakens, not The Force Awakens, Last Jedi adult novelization, where the fish nuns, mm-hmm. or one of the fish nuns is talking about how they don't get very many human visitors, they'll get one every couple generations or so, mm-hmm. and then they tell the stories of the one time they had that human visitor for, until the next one comes along, mm-hmm. and it's kind of this nice story of this younger one, just saying that they'll keep the island nice for... When the, when the next, like, person comes to the island. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I kind of want the trilogy to end on Octu now. Yeah. I think that would be yeah. cute. Even though it's like, it kind of works against... I want, everyone just moves to Octu. Everyone gets a hut. <laughs> everyone gets their own hut. Rose, Finn, Poe, Kylo, Rey, Leia. Because she's going to live. <laughs> God damn it. Huts. I don't think... Is the island big enough for that? Yes! Okay. They, they, they can stay in the temple. Okay. They can take baths in that pool. The the memory pool? <laughs> I like how you also call it the memory pool when you're just thinking of Harry Potter. Because there's, what, like... No, the thing that, like, Ray dives into and she's I like... I call that a memory pool. Well, because she went and she visited her, like, memories and inner thoughts. When she dived I, I, down I, I, into it. I guess she's looking for some inner answers in a way. But I was, I was thinking about- Otherwise, like, it was calling it the butthole pool, and I didn't think you wanted that, so I was like, memory pool. What if a butthole instead of a JJ? It looks all puckered! <laughs> oh my god, I'm about to Keep it in the episode. podcast! No. I was, I was talking about, like, the the Prime Jedi little pool. Oh, okay, that That's makes- a pool. That makes more sense. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Because I was like, What? And that's a big area. I guess. I, I don't think There's they... plenty of room there. Did you see them? I mean, there's a lot of huts up there. They all have room. That sounds like a very boring planet to live on. They, they just want to be together. 
They just want to hang out. <laughs> you don't think that they're gonna like? I they, don't know. Did you not see that deleted scene with the fish nun parties? I they did. Throw lit parties. Man. I did, man. But you know what? <laughs> they're never gonna. Nope, can't do it. Leia wouldn't be like, no. We still have so much to fight for. We have to maintain the peace. But, well, their home base is just Doc Two. Just chill there. They'd have to set up an actual base. There's not enough room. You're breaking character. Well, I I think by the end of it, they're they're not going to be like, they're going to want to pretend like this is definitive, even if it is or not. Mm-hmm. So they're not going to be like, we have another battle to fight, because then that just <gasps> is there more movies. Mm. They're going to pretend like everything is solved forever, oh. which this is now we're going to get into. Ray and Kylo. And I, th- I think we should talk about Ray first, because Kylo is probably the most up in the air mm-hmm. character. I think Ray's gonna be. I hope Ray is more force lore focused again. Me too. Because that's what I feel like really makes this trilogy so much different than the others, is that they're really going into, like, spirituality lore. Because the original trilogy, I mean, and the uh, prequel trilogy, they both tapped into it, but not. Not really... They left it very mysterious. Yeah, and they didn't go into, like, the spirituality of it mm-hmm. and the, like, theme thematics of it. And I feel like this trilogy is trying to do that a lot. So I think Rey herself, especially after Ock 2 and learning that the Force is literally the balance between all things, mm-hmm. is going to be going at things from a different angle than perhaps Poe would. Right. And she's going to be trying to figure out what, in terms of the force, that she has to do in order to keep it balanced. Why Why does dark always have to exist with light? Mm-hmm. Like, because we know that's a thing in Star Wars, always. Mm-hmm. Is that light will, well, I think it's, it's like a Clone Wars quote that's even, it's not even like, there is no darkness without light. It's, there is no light without darkness. Mm-hmm. So it's even, pri- like, basically prioritizing, like, the dark side. That the dark side's always going to exist. As it's, long as there's light. Yeah. yeah. The light's always going to exist with the dark. So I think they really kind of have to tap into why that is and try to figure out a way to make it so it's not a cycle right. anymore. How to balance it, one might say. Mm-hmm. How one might find the balance. In the force. In the force. Maybe becoming a little bit of light and a little bit of darkness. It's just about finding a new order. Mm-hmm. And with Kylo and, like, Rey, we we kind of have this... I mean, we've always had this cycle, mm-hmm. you know? And I think they need to figure out how to end this cycle or make it so they can coexist with each other. Because if not, they're just going to... There's not going to be a solid ending. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm one of those people that I want a solid ending, but I don't want Kylo to die. Mm-hmm. So that means I also don't want a solid ending because I want the potential of... Like, it's one of those things. I want Nine to be the last one. Mm-hmm. I do. But also I want Kylo to live, and I feel like there's potential of a 10, 11, 12 down the line. Well, in like yeah, like maybe... 20 years. Exactly. I'd, definitely not any time soon. Mm-hmm. But... I kind of... Because it's kind of been nice for it to reemerge every, like, 20-ish years, huh? Then, yeah, I, I wonder why, if that's why the Star Wars fandom gets so crazy, is because for the longest time, it's, you get 
so much and then nothing for mm. like 15, 20 years and then so much and then nothing. And now we've been having this steady stream. And now it's a steady stream of movies, 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 anthology movies, new trilogies. Shows, comics, books. Everything. So I, re- I really feel like Ray's character journey in terms of the force has to be about what the definition of balance is mm-hmm. and deciding if the Jedi are worth continuing mm-hmm. and what is that maybe she'll write new books maybe Luke will help her mm-hmm. maybe there just has to be another way because the way the Jedi were run before led to their downfall yeah and it would st- still again you you have to change things for it to Oh, that sounds dumb. You have to change things for things to change, but I mean, I would have that a shirt. You have to change things for things to change. Knights of Ren. <laughs> Can that please be our, that's our first? Merch? That's our new one. Please. We already had not even the best one, but now it's. Uh... You have to change things for things to change. Ding. Star emoji, like sparkle yep. emoji, peace sign. Nailed it. Um, first try. Uh, but. I mean, obviously, you have to do you have to do things differently mm-hmm. to get different results. Yeah, because if you're, they're just going to reinstate the same old Jedi Order. It's, the same mistakes just, are going to happen. Yeah, we're just going to have the. the we're going to we're basically just going to have a weird full circle, of like conflict where you know and things might be okay for a while, but then the, not so much again. The problem with the the old Jedi Code or the Jedi Code as we know it is it's too. The problem is, is that it's black and white. We are good, they are bad. Mm-hmm. Period. That's not the way the world works. Yeah. And that's the problem that we're having now, Polit- politically as well. They are good, we are bad. There's no room for, like, meeting in the middle. We, nobody can budge on either side. It's like, that... That can't be the theme of these movies. That can't be how these movies end. Because even though we don't know if the Knights of Ren are Luke students, like, mm-hmm. I think this is a really interesting potential that they could dig into. Mm-hmm. So Luke says he, that he took a dozen students. He, but he didn't have to say how many students he took. He just could have said a handful. But he says a dozen other students. Mm. That's twelve. Yep. This is smart. That's on the back of the shirt. Yeah. How many knights of run are there? There's so he took Ben, twelve others. There's six. Mm. Yeah, and six plus Kylo, so mm. like seven total. And we don't know if the st- students that went with Kylo are in fact Luke's. Luke students. We can assume so, because I don't see what the point of is... The point in telling us mm-hmm. that some of them went with Kylo. Mm-hmm. Because I think it would be really interesting... So if he had these 12 students with Luke, so 13, Ben, 14, mm-hmm. you know, that they kind of split off into these two factions. Mm, seven, seven. And so not... so. They went with Kylo because they were like, hey, we're also going through this same struggle, and the way we're being taught about our abilities, our force powers, isn't right for us, mm-hmm. and it's it's just... Driving us away? It's just, yeah, so we're going to go with you. There's some potential interest in there, that well, the force is only trying to balance itself, mm. and let's say all of them are gone now. I think the Knights of Ren will be coming back, but it's kind of even mentioned that Rey was... Once the balance was, like, thrown out of sorts, Ray was like, oh, huh, look at me and my force abilities. It's me. It's always been there, but also, I'm way stronger than any one person should be. Yeah. This is strange. I don't know how to handle this. Mm -hmm. So, I I, I just think there's a lot of 
potential in that balanced story arc, and I really think that's where they're going. I would really hope so. I think all the really, like, quantifiable evidence points to that. That doesn't mean that they will follow through, but I feel like that's what should happen, mm -hmm. personally. Uh, do you think the, the Force Bond is going to be intact? Do you think it's going to reopen during the course of the movie? Or do you think it's, like, done so I, I think it's going to reopen. Mm -hmm. At least for the, the movie that we want, yes. I think it kind of has to happen for the, like, redemption. Because so much of me thinks that the, the answer that we want to the end of the movie is obviously finding that new balance, but also having Rey and Kylo balance each other out, and maybe that's how the new Jedi Order moves forward. Mm -hmm. Which we've talked about in a past episode, which is how, how we've seen Jedi traditionally have always been sort of like Master Padawan. One is a little bit more light, and one is a little bit more dark, but something happens and they split, mm -hmm. is the ones that we know of. So maybe moving forward, they continue that, but instead of it there being a split and there being a Master and Padawan, it's two equals moving forth together. In mm -hmm. sort of... They're there uh, to balance each other. Because mm -hmm. they don't necessarily split because their personalities, like, don't get it wrong. No. It's because of the shunning of... Of their feelings. Of their... Of my feelings. Well, like, like, don't... Of the other kind. Exactly. You, know? you feel too much. You're always so sensitive. I'm like... Ugh. Like I, I would I would really love I don't see this happening, but I do think this would be more interesting because Star Wars does tend to do this thing where besides in the sequel trilogy, where a big part of the story will happen off camera mm -hmm. and they just put it in the uh, opening scroll. Uh -huh. So I think it would be really funny if the force connection was intact the entire time. Mm -hmm. So at this point, Ray has been we are talking more about Ray right now, so mm -hmm. Ray can still communicate with Kylo. She's been given him the silent treatment, but he's there. And it would just be almost an interesting thing to see, not see it from her perspective, but to see it from, like, Finn's perspective, where he'll, like, look over at her and she's just, like, really distracted by something. Mm -hmm. Talking to herself like a crazy person, mm -hmm. you know? And he's just really confused. Because you feel like that has to blow up at one point. Right. There's some things that you, that have been building that you really want to see blow up, and... The biggest thing to come out of the uh, the Last Jedi, in my opinion, is the bond between Rey and Kylo. Mm -hmm. To see that, to see everyone else find out about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's a wasted potential for so many reasons mm -hmm. to have it be closed off. There's comedic reasons. There's also just the the intel that could be gathered there, right? Even if it's not open right now, maybe at one point in time, Rey is forced to open it up again. She can. I know she can only see. Kylo and she can't see the things around them. They've they've said that I can't see anything else. I can only see you. Mm -hmm. But like even just hearing Kylo's plans, yeah, her being able to be inside his head for even a moment—that's such wasted like potential. You've already introduced it into the universe. You would be stupid not to use it in your movie. If the, there's a point where Ray comes out about it and she's like, "Hey, you, we, you can't tell me resistance plans or something like that mm -hmm. because it like just comes out yeah. as like because Kylo's gonna know them through me." And they're like, "How?" They're like, "Uh, by the way." Kylo and I, we, we are just... The Force is weird. The Force is weird, and we're inside each other's heads all the time, so anything he thinks I know and anything ba basically back and forth, we're disconnected like that, so I can't mm -hmm. be involved in this in this sort of stuff. And then Poe gets this idea, and he was like, wait, so can you, like, get intel for us? Exactly. And I think that would be a cool, an, an interesting personal dilemma mm -hmm. for Rey, 
deciding if she wants to use it or not. Yeah. Yeah. Can can use it again or wants to even, like use it against him and be dishonest like that. Right. Because she, even though she, she doesn't have a sense of loyalty to him, it would be like. I'm still at the point where I think he can be redeemed, and that would be seen like a betrayal. Yeah. So will I cross that line? I'm turning completely away from the microphone. Hello. You are. You're just... Th- that's the wall. I was talking outside. Hello. Hello outside. It's starting to get hot, so... It I'm, is really getting hot. I'm really... Whew! All right. We're, we're getting there, though. Yes. Yeah, at the, at the end of it, I, I think the force bond still... It's going to come back. I do think it's closed for the time being. I think it would be more interesting if it wasn't. And, <laughs> It'd be very funny, but I think Ray's very upset right now. And I think it's going to be closed off until a, like a, what I, w- I would say, there's like a big moment of trauma for Kylo that the Force reopens it, like forcefully op- reopens it up because mm-hmm. Ray needs to know what's going on with him. Mm-hmm. So, or even vice versa, mm-hmm. that Ray's trapped somewhere uh-huh. and in a lot of trouble and the Force is like, God damn it! Yeah. And then listen to each other. I'm trying to connect you. So it allows the other one to see what the other one is going for, and then they have to kind of decide: mm-hmm. is it worth going after? Mm-hmm. And is this a trap? Is this worth the risk? What What is this? Yeah, Snoke isn't doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. Kind of deciding what this means. Is it something bigger than Snoke? Is it the Force itself trying to tell them something that they? They need to go help out the other one in some in some way, because because the scenario I could see is we talked about this before is Kylo is Kylo being arrested from the for the coup yes. in the coup and putting being put in some forced prison where they're basically just torturing him or killing or tr- about to kill him of sorts mm-hmm. and that's when the force just says Ray. He don't die! Here you go! And then shows her, like, this, his vision of where he is. Right. And so she has to decide whether not to go to him or not. And inevitably, I think they will go to each other, because that's a more interesting plot resolution. Yeah, it would be way more interesting for her to to go to him, rather than him, like, I don't know, slowly starve to death in a prison cell. That'd be pretty anticlimactic. Yeah. (laughs) And... Because, like, even, that's how it could even come out that she, she knows this stuff is, or about the bond, is because, like, how do you know where he is? She's, She's like, like, well, that's, it's complicated. I mailed myself to him in a box. I don't really like to talk about it, but you know what? We, we touched hands across the galaxy. killed a guy together. Yep. It was great. I mean, oh awesome. yeah, because we like Ray's that Ray didn't kill Snow. Kylo did, because yeah. that has to come out eventually. Yeah. Hux's coup makes so much sense, but I only have a hard time believing it because he's not that important of a character. You know? I mean, he wasn't. Has he been saying that? Yeah, he said that like two days ago. Dang. Not even like two weeks. It was like an interview with the camera. Maybe two he's days just ago. trying to be. He's like, I have to keep the brand up, otherwise it'll seem suspicious. Maybe. Maybe. Who knows? He is an actor. He is indeed. Where he's like, I've been saying this a lot. Gotta repeat the same stuff that I've been repeating. Mm-hmm. Not that important, guys. So, in in terms of Kylo, I I am a big fan of the benevolent leader theory, where it actually seems like everything's pretty okay from an outside perspective, and that's why people aren't fighting because they're like, we're fine. Mm-hmm. You don't really know how they're getting their resources. This was, this was, this does come from a leak 
fake leak or mm-hmm. leak from Reddit. But I I think this has some some merit to it of the first order not being the the worst rulers and a lot of the planets being like we're fine because we're not affected by it mm-hmm. and either mm-hmm. unbeknownst to Kylo or known to him because Snoke was in charge who knows how much Kylo knows about how they do things mm-hmm. kind of running these planets dry for resources because how the hell did they get all their resources yeah that's a that's a good mystery for them to talk about with the first order it would also be a very good uh conversation about complacency mm-hmm. that's what yeah exactly yeah where they're just like no we're not gonna help fight because yeah i know that maybe some other planets are getting fucked but we're fine mm-hmm. we're not about to risk everything for someone else and like they might have they might even be better off than they were under the republic we mm-hmm. we don't get a lot of politics in this and actually i do want some politics because in the books we've gotten the the, the idea that Things weren't, the Republic, things under the Republic weren't that great, mm-hmm. that a lot of planets were still suffering and were, and were feeling ignored. Mm-hmm. So if these, some of these planets were feeling ignored, aren't feeling that ignored anymore, maybe they're giving more power to rule themselves, etc. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, man, we're, we're good. Mm-hmm. That's why we didn't show up. The, I think that'd be an interesting way to bring up why they didn't go help Leia. It was because the Republic... Like, they're like, the Republic was not holding up its end of the deal. Right. The galaxy is very big, and they chose to ignore us. Yeah, and we were being ignored. And so, these are people who also feel like they were being ignored. Mm-hmm. Even if it's just a year later, maybe things have turned around, you know? Yeah. So, I think the quote-unquote potential benevolent leader is an interesting plot point to go into until you go into the deeper... Territories, because obviously they're still going to be the bad guys. Yeah, like at absolutely. the end. Absolutely. But then you find out the the stealing of the resources, like they did on Rose's planet, and how bad that goes. In the stealing of the children. In and... the stealing of the children, etc. Yeah. There's a lot of really interesting stuff happening there. Mm-hmm. And okay, so you, the big question mm. is: Kylo going to make it out? I think so. That's my movie. Yes. He does. Because I want, I want the redemption, and I don't want the the fake-ass redemption I thought the original trilogy had. And I know that some people enjoy it, but I've been very vocal about being like, that didn't, not for one second did I ever believe it. He was just like, oh, well, I'm not gonna let him kill my son. Tell your sister I said fuck you, bye. I'm like, that was not a redemption. It wasn't. I, I agree. I understand, like, the point of uh-huh. why they wanted to do that. But I think George's plan of the redemption arc came too late in the game. Mm-hmm. And that's why I really like the potential of Kylo's, because they've been hinting at it since day one. Yes. With with the original trilogy, wasn't in the original movie whatsoever, uh, because they weren't sure if they were going to make another one. Second one, wasn't really in the second one. It was just him to be like, haha, I'm your dad. Mm-hmm. And the redemption only really starts with Inklings, in the third movie. Mm-hmm. So you don't get this good arc, and he just dies right away after saying, fuck you, Leia. Yeah. Uh, tell your sister you, you were right about me. Not that I'm sorry the, or anything. Bye. The universe wasn't developed enough to really make that powerful, and at mm-hmm. this point we are, so we can really make this redemption arc powerful. And I'm also of the mindset of, I don't like seeing the only option to find inner peace is death. 
Right. I'm I'm not a big fan of that, and they've already done that with Luke in this trilogy, no. in my opinion. I agree. If, if you're going through this eternal internal struggle, the only way to atone, or the only way to have peace that you've been longing for when you have these internal struggles is death. It does become a sort of dangerous message to yeah. keep projecting. So I would really like to see Kylo be able to walk out of this one and live. And I don't know what he'll do. I don't know either, but I think that it's important for these movies to be about love and forgiveness and hope. And about how literally, like they've said, no one's ever truly lost. Mm -hmm. And I think, I just think that's so important, Mm -hmm. is for these movies to really drive home that you can make mistakes and you are allowed to be a person after them. You are allowed to atone and you are allowed to redeem yourself. Yeah, it's going to take work, and yeah, people aren't going to trust you, and it's going to be hard, but you can still live after you've made mistakes. Mm-hmm. Just as long as you open up to them and, like, accept them. And make right by them. Yes. You can still have a life after you've fallen off the right path. Other yeah. Fallen, yeah, you've fallen off the right path. I hope we get that. And I, I hope we get more than... It's hard, because without Snoke... You're like, who's the big bad? Who's the bad and oh. what? what's the big end, ending going to be? Because I would have loved to see a whole movie of Kylo trying to do this, and we're just not going to get that, which is really unfortunate to me, mm-hmm. unless they do split it into two movies, which has been a rumor, but I'd be so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be so pissed off. I would be very much on the fence. I'd be like, I'm very mad, but also, now my curiosity is very piqued. Yeah. Unless, yeah, if we get a whole movie of redeemed Kylo, of, like, redeemed former villain trying to talk to people, like, I, I Huxin, Huxin, uh, not Hux, uh, Finn and Kylo just bonding over how much they hate Hux. Yeah. Be hilarious. Pose there, too. He's like, yeah, I also hate that guy. I made fun of him. Did you hear it? And Kylo was like, yeah, I was on call. That was great. <laughs> He's like, I called him General Hugs, and then I give each other a high five. Like, yeah! I've been wanting to do that for so long! <laughs> He's the worst. So I think Hux is gonna die. Yeah, I do too. And of all the characters to die, I go Hux. Hmm. Oh, I fruit and Leia. No, I don't. I not really, in my movie. No, I so don't want Leia to die because I want them to be able to write the the story we can't see on screen mm-hmm. in a book. Yes, in a book or comics or all of the above. Her. I want her to write to wipe schmutz. Off Ben's face. How old is Kylo? Third, almost 30. Yeah. Mom! She's like, I got a lot of time to make up for. Get over here. Now cut your hair. You look like a fool. He's like, no, it's got to hide in my ear. She's like, you're almost 30. You got to get over that. He's like, no. I, I hope Leia lives. Um, She's like, I like your dress, honey. It fits your waist really good. You look very handsome. And he's like, mom, it's not a dress. It's a cloak. <laughs> It's a cloak, mother! Mom! He finds... They, oh, because I want a reference to Padme fucking Amidala. Oh, me too! I, I want that in there somewhere. I'm trying to think of where we can get it, but... I don't know, but I want it. I want it anywhere. Well, because we haven't talked about Force Ghost Anakin. We have... There's so much. Oh, Force Ghost Anakin. Because, and Force Ghost Obi-Wan! Oh, yeah. Because I think... I think Anakin's more likely to show up than Obi-Wan. Yes. Only because 
that Hayden still looks like Hayden, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And well, I, I think Ewan still looks like, oh, but I mean, no, yeah, look no, like, yeah, yeah. he doesn't look like Alec Guinness. I was like, what do you technically, mean? he looks like Alec Guinness when he's yeah, gone. Yeah, okay. You know, Ewan still looks like Ewan, but I'm... I get you now. Yeah. And I think that would be an interesting way to bring up Padme, is mm-hmm. Anakin finally being able to talk to Kylo. For Luke to just be like, Dad, come here! And he's like, what? No! Force, oh, there you are. You look an awful lot like me, don't you? Uh, this whole everything that's happening... Wait, let me tell you... The whole Vader thing, I only became that because I I was trying to save somebody that I loved, and then I got lost in wanting power instead, and then I ended up losing her anyway. It was a, a thousand percent my fault. So, don't do that. So, go after Rey, please. Don't go screw this Rey one up. And don't make your mother sad! <laughs> That's my daughter. Tell her I'm sorry. I've always wanted also, to say that. I meant sorry. I was dying and old. You know. I wasn't thinking ahead. I was, it was, I didn't know that those were going to be my last words. <sighs> I think that would make a, a nice wrap up to the whole I'll finish what you're, you started arc. I think that's one of the, the mystery boxes JJ left. JJ loves those mystery boxes and mm-hmm. I think the don't be afraid I feel it too mm-hmm. and the I'll finish what you started are both mystery boxes mm-hmm. because you have no context for what they really mean mm-hmm. and we kind of understand what the don't be afraid I feel it too means mm-hmm. in The Last Jedi because they're talking about this connection that they feel with each other that they're like hey we kindred spirits yeah. but the I'll finish what you started you don't really know what it means besides yeah, like, like be evil yeah because Vader didn't he wasn't, he, wasn't, the, he wasn't part of the military yeah he wasn't a general he was just like I go where Palpatine tells me to go, and I kill who Palpatine tells me to kill. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I I think that would be a nice way to bring up Padme. Mm-hmm. Have an Anakin come in yeah. and go, I know you look up to me, hey, but... It's me. Hey. Hayden Christensen. It's me, Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> I know you really loved Darth Vader, but let me tell you how that man ruined my life and the entire galaxy. And is literally my biggest regret. And I only became that way because... I got obsessed with power when I should have been more there for my wife. And listened to other people. And maybe asked for help. And that too. So, oh yeah. And accepting help from other people and asking help from other people. Yeah. If I had just asked Obi-Wan for help for like a second, it probably wouldn't have happened. Because Padme even was like, we can ask Obi-Wan. And and he was like, no! I'm jealous! He's handsome. That's a good point though, because Kylo's kind of really refusing anyone to help him. And Anakin's like, no! Yeah. I wouldn't have, if I had gone to the people I was closest to, I might have been able to, like, raise my family, and my, my, my wife might have been able to live. Yeah. So... Kyle's gonna be like, I held my hand out once. He's gonna be like, after you said you were gonna kill a bunch of people, that doesn't count. It doesn't count, brother. And he's like, ah, oh, yeah, okay. Maybe it doesn't count. And don't, don't talk about sand. Actually, no, do. That worked for him. It did. That worked for Anakin, so... Yeah. Go talk about sand. She's from where? Jakku? The place is full of sand. Never mind. Take back everything. Take back. That hellhole? Oh, I I do want them to go back to Jakku. Only, only so Finn... So, the, so they get their next me- mission. Mm-hmm. And Poe... He sees it. And he's like, oh no. And Finn's like, what? Where do we have to go? And then it just, it's just Poe looking really sadly at Finn. And then, and then smash bam. cut... Dude, right on Jakku. Finn's wearing one of those umbrella hats. Uh-huh. <laughs> he He's just like putting on sunscreen <laughs> and just so upset. <laughs> I think going back to Jakku would be interesting. It'd be funny. 
yeah. That's where the... That's where Bo could be like, yeah, I'm bi. How do you know? I had to give that guy a blowjob to get off the planet. Hey, it's dun, you! Dun, 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 dun. Dun. Directed by J.J. Abrams. <laughs> we don't dun, 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 dun. Then, what about Chewbacca? What's he doing? Where are the porgs? On Octu. There. No, they're on the ship still. No, I guess they are on they the better, ship. They better. Ray yeah, has adopted there. them. Even though, even though poor Daisy really hates the porgs. But, but Ray and Rose could love the porgs. <gasps> they're on the girl. Okay, adventure. I lied. This is what I want for Rose's Thori arc. Is that. <laughs> I just want one day. She's just sleeping, and all of the porgs have been like, this is our new mother. Because she has very feathery hair. Uh huh. And <laughs> they all just like cuddle with her all the time. And. Well, I mean, she is the kind of like the the resident animal lover of the crew. She is. So all of them just love her. And they just follow her on like baby ducks. Like, baby ducks, that'd be so cute. Like, stop, stop! It's really dangerous. And they're like, Wah. yeah. Ah. Yeah, I hope that Rose and Finn's relationship is still intact. Are there? Yeah, I hope it doesn't get like ignored. I like that's. I just I kind of worry about it yeah. because I I don't have enough faith in JJ. Nope. To. This is what I've been saying since day one. Yeah. Where I was like... Better than Colin Trevorrow, though. Oh, yeah, I Anything know. is better than Colin Trevorrow. I mean, you're not wrong, but I still am like... I, I really want good things for this movie, JJ. I know you're listening. Yeah. JJ. And I really hope you don't play favorites, JJ. You gotta treat all these characters with the love they deserve. They do. They're all special little beans. And they deserve love and attention. And don't forget about Rose. Thank you. Also, don't forget about Finn either. Don't make him just a joke. Please give him the arc that is so easily put in front of him. Mm -hmm. It's so easy. It's not like you have to dig for it. It's right there. Yeah. It's just... It's one of those things that maybe he wants to surprise people. No, don't do it. this one is so in your face... You just need to do it. Uh, on on the terms of, like, Ray and Kylo, how they're going to end up, that one, I'm trying to decide. Well, I know what I want, but also, I'm fine, I'm fine with, like, a platonic partnership, but I also want them to smooch. I, I feel like, I, it's one of those things I'm like, I feel like there's gotta be a smooch, you know? Mm-hmm. I really don't even entertain the idea that Kylo won't go through a redemption arc. It's whether or not he will live afterward that I do question. Mm-hmm. But him going through a redemption arc isn't even a question for me. If if he doesn't, I'll be like... If he doesn't, it's only because J.J. wanted to surprise people and he didn't want anyone to guess anything that was happening in his movie. Which is a big worry of mine. Yeah. Honestly, it's same for me, though. Yeah. And so I feel I feel like... There's gonna be, like, a, a big, like, relationship-establishing moment for them at near the end of the movie, the climax of the film, because I do really feel like w- w- the bi- one of the big cores of these movies in general, and I've actually have heard this from sources, is their relationship, mm. and other people have said that too, is, like, how they play off each other. I mean, it makes sense. That's literally what the movie's been since day one. Mm-hmm. It's been about these two characters and they like dichotomy and what they represent in each other's stories. Like, so there's no reason that they shouldn't end the movie th- together, together. All you know on, what I mean? All on Octu, chilling with Porgs, because I, it's it's been like 
two years since I've mentioned this, but my ideal ending for episode nine is Finn, not Finn, uh, Ray and Kylo. Mm-hmm. They have decided to kind of restart the Jedi Order and they're trying to figure out how to do that. Right. With, given who they are as people, working out how to handle, like, dark feelings and stuff and being able to manage them healthily. Mm-hmm. And so they are starting this new temple, and then Finn and Poe and Rose now, I guess because Rose wasn't around when I initially was saying this, mm-hmm. they go and find, travel the world finding four sensitive people mm. to bring, bring to back. this temple. Yeah. Cute. And I think that would just be like a cute ending, that they all get to hang out with each other, and- It would be more like And they made this little, little family. Cult. Yeah. Summer camp. Yeah. It would be cool. And I'm, I'm sure- We've we've been talking for such a long time at this point, and I'm we're gonna do multiples of this episode. So, so I'm I, sure there's plenty of things that we've forgotten that we're like, ah, that's what I wanted for the movie. Yeah, like but, we always do. Like we always do. I think this is a good time to wrap up for today's episode. See. Yeah, but episode nine, it's filming. Mm-hmm. We know that the Millennium Falcon's in it. If there's anything that you thought we should have talked about. Oh, yeah, be sure to let us know. But just let us know. We'll talk about it Patrons, in our... you can always... Oh, yeah. You're like, you guys didn't even mention this. Which, probably big things. And then we'll just keep little notes of that and talk about them as we mm-hmm. record. Definitely. Because I think the next time we'll probably do this will be after Celebration next year. Mm-hmm. Which will be... Yeah, we'll do one after Celebration, and we have more stuff going on, and then one right before the movie. Yeah. So, this was the initial predictions, hopes, and dreams podcast thank you for listening to another episode of who talks first i'm one of your hosts i'm ct i'm your other host i'm solo and we'll see you next time see ya i'm turning on the air